Pulpery is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Angry about it. Yep. Like, blat- when a blatant call like that cost games. Yeah. Moises Alou, fuck you, because that <laughs> was not this case. Um, so, eat a dick. <laughs> um, you ruined a man's life. Yeah, you did, you fuckface. And we found his go- doppelganger in female form at the Leeds game, right? Oh. Strap on binoculars, With the, headphones. And the AM, FM radio clipped, clipped to the collar. Clipped to the, yes. The, perfect, perfect. You, I, you, I gotta give me a pair of those. Welcome to Pulpourri, the podcast where we converse about the sports world and nerd culture and all points in between. It's the third week of May and we're looking for answers to the following questions like Mbappe is looking for new teams to exploit. What is in store for Leeds now that they stay up in the Premier League? Why are so many position players pitching in the major leagues? And how many times will Brock freak out while watching the Rangers game in the background? All that and more on Pulpourri with Brock and Ben. Now we're just going to go into Leeds. That was fun. Yeah. And we'll talk about that again. We'll circle back to that with fucking Holland and Neymar yeah. and Messi and Ronaldo and like. Well, and <coughs> yeah, you caught me off guard on that one. So I'll I'll be more no, prepared no, for no, this. No, 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 Just let that marinate. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> See? So Leeds. They stayed up. God damn it. That's all that matters. That It's part of the last time we spoke about them. And you know when we were talking about if they may, if they were relegated, and that idea of like they were just up long enough to hook us in. Yeah, of course. So like the which the guy on the uh, documentary would say it would be the leadsiest thing Leeds could do. <laughs> yes, it's exactly. Well, and like there were there were so many things going on in those last two games <sighs> in the in the in the uh, football sphere that just yeah. sort of made it going like oh no like. I'm I'm sticking with this. Of course. So like when they when they had the draw when uh, Sturrock hit in that goal in the second to last game, yep. I actually started crying. Well, remember, I had tears in my eyes. Remember the one? I can't remember if it was before or after Christmas where they scored two goals late. Like they looked like shit the whole game, and then yeah. they scored two goals late, and we were like, "Yes, I experienced that. <laughs> it was a total experience." Yes. <laughs> I was screaming at the TV like they were playing in the Champions League final right. final day just to. So the. So, yeah, but was I was watching Sunday? both games. Yes, yeah. it was Sunday. Yeah. So I had Leeds game up on the because every game was played. Leeds up here and Burnley down here. Right. And I was like, oh man, they're down two zero. It looks good. We're up two nil, and then it was like two one in both games, and I went. Fuck. Well, no, we're, we're, remember, we were at one nothing. It should have been two. But yes. granted, I mean, the new offside or the ticky-tack offsides. I mean, Gerhardt's shoulder was in front. His feet were behind, but his shoulder was out. And, and the, the law is any part of your right. body that you could score with, which they should have just made it easy and be like, your arms can be offside. Yeah. That's it. I still think it should be the feet, but that's just me. Um, um, God, I heard someone... I'm not going here with the offsides rule, but yeah. I heard a really good one where there's a second or two leeway before and after the kick, just because right. that gives you 
the better thing. We've talked about, like, how do you know when the ball and the foot actually meet? Right. It's impossible. So get rid of that cunt hair of a... Well, line. and that, yeah, and like the shoulder is, he's just, it could be just shifting momentum. Right. It I'm running faster than the guy next yeah. to me, which is why I scored. So, uh, but that aside, yeah, yes, it was... they should have had that goal. Well, and like the, being able, finally, like first game in I think all year, they actually got a penalty call in the box. Yes, but that was, a, that yeah. was about as blatant as it gets. <laughs> yeah. He well, was the, scoring, and no one argued it. Like that's what I thought. And was, they didn't send him off, right? No. See, and I, I was. Screaming. He did get yellow carded, I think. He but, did, and yeah. it, it doesn't matter because once they scored, they have, they were on a red card. Um, but yeah, it was. He should have been sent off. I need to watch it again to see if a defender got behind him. But if he was the last guy, I think we're. I want to say there was somebody who had. Who oh, was, the guy he was trying to was pass maneuvering it to. to. Yeah. Okay. And then, and I think what also helped him was, he would like he's he was already sliding before he made contact. Yeah, exactly. So he Rafina wasn't going knew in what was studs going. up. Rafinha knew what he was doing. Yeah. Like he said, I'm going this way, and I'm going to score on the next touch, or he's going to drag me down. And you know, and all in all, I mean, it's it's kind of the same as the Suarez handball, like. What else are you like as the defending team? What else are you going to do in yeah, that situation? I mean, You're not going to like back up and let him and give him multiple lanes to shoot. It's yeah. like, you know, you don't know how that penalty is going to go. Although and he what was that Nigeria, Ghana in the World Cup that Suarez did that, right? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? The yeah. World Cup where he just. Fuck it, you're not scoring. I'm yeah. going to hand it. I'm going to take a red card and, and then see they what blocked happens. The, and they, yeah. they blocked the penalty. Right. And won. But uh, fuck Suarez, he bit he bit Giorgio in the World Cup. That same World Cup. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to you. Um, we'll get to you, Giorgio. But then all I could think when Rafina took his his penalty was, and I couldn't remember the game, but it, it, it might have been a Juventus game. But we were we were talking about like the announcers talking about somebody. It was the greatest penalty shot. Oh God, in the history. Was, yes. Um, but I I can't remember. Yes, maybe Juventus, maybe or it a was Champions a, League against game. Juventus or something. Yeah, yeah. And the announcers were like, "Oh, I, it was. It was yeah. the Inter Milan game where they got two penalties." Yeah. Yes, and, and they, they were saying, like, "Oh my God, you will never see a." Yes. And they were just normal penalty shots. Whereas like the Rafina one, he put it where you couldn't get it. Well, he did three things before he even touched the ball. Like he he ran up on it, slowed down. And then, ha- like, stutter kicked. But you have to not stop completely. Yeah. And but it's like three the stages. The impressive thing with that is, is he's, then technically he's not getting a run up on the shot. He's literally taking one step and kicking it. Yeah. Oh my, I couldn't take a step and kick it across this room. <laughs> you know, and I've played football my whole yeah. life, but soccer. But again, he, yeah. He gets he gets the goalie to dive the completely opposite way, yeah. and then still chips it up into the into, net. Yeah, which I mean, you know, if he I had think done that, that was him just showing. Well, yeah, we all would have been pissed, but because he made it, it's like, oh, that was so, that's so one of the best penalty shots I've seen. Here's the guys that miss over or to the side are trying to hit it as hard as they can to right. a spot. Most of the times, the guys that you know, do the shuffle stuff, the keeper's going to save it. 
or they're going to score. Right. It's usually on Cause, frame. Yeah, because they're still telegraphing where they're yeah, going to exactly. go. Exactly, but it's on frame. Right. Instead of just, unless you're uh, Marcus Rashford, and then it just hits the post, and Italy wins the Euros. <laughs> Sorry, I needed to make myself feel better. <laughs> so back to Leeds. They, they're good. Yeah. I wasn't aware that Ailing actually had surgery. I guess after he yeah. got his red card, he said, fuck it. Yeah. Might as well just get surgery get now. Which and, makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's... Well, I mean, it wouldn't matter because... No, no. I mean, I, get out of the way now so then you're healthy at the beginning of, of the course. season. Of course. I don't think he's playing for uh, his national team, huh? No. Okay, then yeah. Or his national team's not... Who's he play for? He's British, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to let him on that team. No, I, think we're, I think Phillips is the only one who should be on the national team. But that aside... Yeah, I, I mean, it was it was funny to see when, when they would pan to their bench and you see how many people are out. Yes, exa- exactly. It's like, holy shit. And it was like... <laughs> and It was all of them. And as you said, like, Leedsiest thing. Bamford's healthy, but oh no, he tested positive for COVID. Of co- again, the Leedsiest thing <laughs> that Leeds could do. I wish I could, you know, cite that guy. I'm and sorry, the, I thought the Rangers were fighting already. Yeah. I, if if I if there's a hesitation or a groan, <laughs> or, I'm watching the Rangers. Just getting that out of the way. But it, you know, as much as fun as it was, like with Harrison sealing the deal with that last goal, and it was, you know, if if you can't score when they're two men down, which, right? Because they were ten men down. Due to injury, injury, right? And they were like out of substitutions or something. That's what happened. Yeah, they they had subbed everybody in, and then dude got injured. Even I mean, he he walked off, but I assume it was yeah uh, something like as soon as he would start running, it would be immense pain. Which is why he was salty. Yeah, and then uh, I forget dude's name, but the guy who scored the goal for them decides he's going to completely take his shirt off. So he gets yellow carded and, for and that. He, you know that's a yellow card. Right. And so, which, that's fine. Because yeah. it's it's getting close to the end of the game. You're about to hit hit extra time. Right. Exactly. But like, then you go back out on the pitch and you make a stupid flagrant foul. Yes. And the official had no other yeah. option. At first I thought, I you know, they didn't explain and... I had thought it, but I didn't see it, so I didn't know if he had gotten yellow card or for his jersey. So I knew once when all of a sudden the red off. card came out, I'm like, "Well, that's pretty harsh." Nah, I knew and it. then it was like, "Oh, the okay. second the tackle happened, yeah. I went bye bye." Well, yeah, I did. Bu- it's bye bye. I it happened so quick. Was not aware. It, yeah, it happened quick, and you we were like, "Fuck, god damn it!" So that I mean, that was like a Leeds lapse in judgment yeah, from the other team. All the shit that didn't go their way the whole season seemed yeah. to go their way in the final game when it needed <laughs> to. Which, when everybody got hurt and they lost however many games by 67 goals, it was just stay up. Yeah. And they did that. So, and Ranieri, I got it right, didn't I? I believe so, yeah. And he released that thing, or the club did, but he said that, don't worry, they are going to bolster the squad. Yeah. Oh, no, word. You're talking about Red Rianni. Oh, no, Ranieri is a coach, a yeah. manager in Italy. Sorry. 
I, th- I also thought you were talking about somebody on the other team. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're just throwing out. Na- I'm throwing out Italian names at this point. And to be like, to be honest, what what I did, I mean, that's also a very good PR move on his part in that he throws that out there, and there was the rumor with Aronson, and then as soon as that's out there, all of right. a sudden it's like, oh no, we're signing this dude. From yeah, he's already Leipzig. signed at this point. Right? Yeah, and uh, who they've been chasing for two years. And that that leads a- me to Aronson. Yeah. A A Ronson. Which I like I am curious about like I know they were looking at that dude uh under under Bielsa. So that's not like a Jesse Marsh um recruitment, although you can't imagine that that's not something like that kid's not thinking about. Well of a- course, a- it's, and and it's American Mar- yeah. And Marsh used to coach in Leipzig, so I don't know if he coached Aronson, but um, or managed him, whatever you want to call it. How old is he? Good God! He's twenty-one, I think. Yep, it's October. And uh, but there he's was from, he's from Jersey. Uh, Phil Hay on the Athletic did like a recap. I'm looking at it right art now. Article and it what what was interesting to me about that was. And I'm sure he reported it at the time. I just didn't, I wasn't paying attention to it. But really, like, you know, there there was the training accusations against Bielsa. Right. But the key thing was, was that, and what was funny is it reminded training me so much. accusations. It was not sexual in any nature. Yeah. It was, he ran his training sessions hard. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. that sounded bad too. Yeah. <laughs> he, he abused all of his players all the time. Um, uh, think of a high school football coach running kids into the ground in the heat of the summer. So like a Texas high school football coach. Correct. Yeah. Um, it's like that, but in England. But the way Bielsa wanted to run the team reminded me a lot of, say, like St. Louis Cardinal front house management, where they're like, oh, no, no, no. Like, oh, we we really want this dude. Oh, we missed him out? We're fine with what we have. We don't need to make any other moves. Right. And you're going. And eventually, when all almost all your stars are gone, and you're having to play like 19-year-olds. People, right. you know, you're going like, you sh- and apparently. Which is what happened this year due to injury, but it'll help next yeah. year, but go ahead. Well, and what, to me, what is fascinating coming from an American standpoint is how much power over the transfer window a soccer manager has. Well, yeah, because you have to fit his style. You can't. But it was like, it's not Victor FIFA. Orta of Leeds is going, we need these guys. Right. And Bielsa is going, no. And, like, apparently without his okay. Well, that was the thing. And he was always known to, he doesn't want a deep bench, which is why he runs his. Murder ball. Exactly. You know, where he wants everybody fit. But after a while, that shit just, it will, well, it happened this year. Broke everybody. Yeah. And then we were stuck with a bunch of 19-year-old kids on the pitch. Which. Almost in relegation, but. They played during a relegation battle, so right and, and like and I get that mentality too when you're. It, but it would be much better if you were in like fifth place and you're yeah, exactly. fighting to get yeah, yeah, yeah. as opposed to a, survival, right? And which and we talked about it. Uh, I, I guess it would or it was a couple of weeks after Bielsa was let go, which is he was great to get them out of the championship and into the Premier League. But there's a whole different mentality. Well, you got to be flexible. Right, which and he caught everybody off guard that first season. Yeah, right with his murder ball, and then it went to hell. But it's also that I guess it was two seasons because yeah. there was the COVID season that was the first season up. No, no, that was the season they came up. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. And uh, Or they got out of the championship. But it, it's one where, uh, I, I mean, the announcers were talking about it during the final game and that, like, when they were talking about um, Brentford, and they just kept saying, like, they run that team and that team operates on a Premier League level. Mm-hmm. And that, like, like they don't do anything crazy. It's all this sort of systematic approach and all that. Well, that's right. Unless and that's why they were able to pull off this year what Leeds did last year. It's and, all about the staying power at this point. Yeah. Right? You don't want to be that, what they call it, the yo-yo club. Right. Which is back and forth and back and forth. No. Which is, God, I can't remember who they said, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, you don't want that. You want to stay up there. You want the money. You want to yeah. improve. Keep building and generating right. and all that. And then, I mean... And that's the thing is that you see... Because next year there's another rich superpower coming in in Newcastle. Right. So, who knows? But it, it's it's one where I think that's where the Aronson signing I think is interesting. And in that, again, and it, so you're seeing an American, another American come into the Premier League. And I did what was it? It was like only 40 million, right? I think 40, 30 million. It was that little? Yeah. Okay. And... Uh, I'm not signing into the Athletic. I'm, and... Um, but you know that's one where I, I there's there's not enough out there to say there there's a, there's any validity to it. But it's now that you have now that technically Jesse Marsh is the most successful American manager in Premier League football. <laughs> he is by out, or outlasting the last guy was at Bradley or somebody and uh, yes Bradley whose yeah. son. I think he he managed in Italy too. Yeah, and uh, so if that if he can be maybe a focal point for some of these American players to come in, that's why I was thinking like if, if Chelsea was wanting to dump Pusilic, then but see now they have new ownership. Who, yeah, who who knows might, what they're might give do. him the playing time to keep his dad quiet. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. These fucking kids. Tell your parents to shut up. Well, but like I didn't realize that. Not hey, to be like super American, but like I totally get like how are you expected to get good in the Premier League if you're only coming in for the last thirty minutes? Yeah, no, you gotta. Wow. You you need some starts. Like they're not saying it needs to be every day, but no. And he's not getting any younger. No. So a a Ron son <laughs> is an attacking midfielder, which is exactly, exactly what, what they I've need. Yeah. Said Leeds need forever. Right. You pair him up with. If they can, you know, if they keep Calvin Phillips. Yeah. Well, you put him in front of Calvin Phillips. But then you get Dan James on one side and Gerhardt on the other side and get a couple of wing backs. Bamford well, comes back. And, I mean. I just set your starting 11. Yeah. Well, and that's not ruling out. I mean, they're, since they're able to stay up, there's the money. Yeah, I was just trying to see if there are any more rumors on Rafinha. Right, which, I mean, I know a lot of people are courting him, but then at the same time... That's Barcelona. As you said, like, at the end of the game, like, he's he was... Uh, I don't even know how to... Or, like, what would be the word to describe it when he's walking on his knees and having his prayer answered. I, uh, that they no, no he, was, he was thinking. And then doing his strip tease in with the leads. Yeah. Like, Did you, you know, see the one guy who was down who his full socks and shin guards and cleats, black speedo. Like he had taken all of his clothes off and thrown it into the crowd, but kept his boots and socks and yeah. shin guards on. Yeah. Like, just come on, man. Well, they probably smell like shit anyway, but... 
Because those shorts smell awesome. <laughs> wow. But I, you know, I, that's what you would hope is not necessarily a hometown discount, but he would give them first bid. You would hope. To keep him around. I think Calvin Phillips stays another year. Only because he was hurt this year. Yeah. So he didn't get to play. That's why Bamford coming back is a huge deal, too. Well, and depending on how the World Cup goes, uh, if if Calvin Phillips' stock rises super high, then that's a winter transfer window exactly. sell-off. For Correct. Depending hundreds on where... of millions of yes, euros. Yes, hundreds of millions. Yeah. I mean, Grealish got what? Over 100, 120-something? I thought it was like 130 or something like that. It was 100 too much. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> that motherfucker. Everybody go follow Drunk. <laughs> what is it? Drunk, yeah. Or Drunk Jack Grealish. Yeah, that's what it is. Just fine. They also need a parody account for his socks in a game. Because they always come down. Well, no, I think he went, well. Like he, his bottlers... shin guards are like the size of my thumb. Yeah, like, that's stupid. So, so they always he's always showing off his stout calves. Dybala does that. <laughs> I'm gonna miss you. Oh, I'm gonna miss you, Dybala. Um, Dybala plays like that too. Yeah. So, I don't know. You stayed up. Good. Let's see what happens this summer. And then, like you said, not a lot of their players are on national teams. Yeah. So that they'll finally get some rest. Yeah. That winter break won't be so bad. Well, and then, I mean, they finally will have time to fully invest in Marsh's system. Exactly. Which it doesn't seem like there's not any, seemingly there, there's not any negativity, at least from the team. No, about and it. when they were, at some point, I think they might have been up the goal or right before they scored, he switched them to a 3-5-2. Yeah. And I was going, okay, that's interesting. Give him more, but then Furpo kept getting burnt down the fucking wings because he doesn't know how to track back. Something's got to be done with him. And I had such high hopes for him, and he's still a kid. But it might—it just might be like a like a head thing. Yeah, because he was getting torched. Yeah. Which I mean, and that's—I mean, not to make the parallels because I know he's not a big fan or he doesn't hadn't even watched the show, but. Jesse Marsh does seem to be in in the positive camp, like a Ted Lasso. So he's just like he's not going to yes. beat down his yep. players. He's like he's gallant like, for yeah. the Rangers, right? He's just he's always seems oh yeah oh oh eh. Gonna... But yeah, but there's a, there's always something nice about a positive French Canadian man. Of course, <laughs> of course there is a big a big a, a giant <laughs> of a man at that. You don't realize how big he is until he's standing behind hockey players, and you go. Oh, his or when, or when the ringside reporter's next to him, and yes. like you already know she's about five foot one, but he's like <laughs> they have to really adjust. It's like wide angle lens, a fisheye to get them both in the thing. All right, God damn it. We'll get back to that. Yeah, we bit. will definitely get back to them. So, but yeah, I think it's I think this part a the the note from the CEO as yep. well as finalizing the Aronson deal and then. Yeah, I, I mean, what did you or when we were talking about it? They need, they need wing backs back. Yeah, I know not Ailing, a fullback. I know Ailing back, yeah. plays one, but yeah. he's not young anymore. Imagine if you could put him and Cooper together. Yeah, that's what I'm the, saying because he pl- he can play all the entire back line. Yeah, hell, he can even play like a defensive midfielder to push Calvin Phillips further up the field. Right. 
But he doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be on that wing yeah. because he he's notorious for getting too far up the pitch and getting burnt. Although Marsh may adjust that. Yeah. Because Bielsa was that, you know. I tell you where it's like that's death where, metal. That's where we missed Alioski this year. Yeah, bombing up and down the wing that yeah. Furpo was at. Fuck, man. <sighs> the Rangers just miss a breakaway. Yeah, but I think the yeah or I the front. If they can hold on to a couple of people, but they've but like built, you said, yeah, like with like the addition of Aronson, they've built that trident up yeah, front. They should have that set, so you just need to work on the back end. Exactly. You've to, got your facilitators, the pivot guys, and Calvin Phillips, and whoever they decide to put next to him. Sturrock, I guess, would be who it is now. Yeah. Maybe you drop Aronson back there. I, I don't know what, how, what position or what formation he's going to play. I, I mean, it could be completely different. I mean, they might. It might even be worth it to. They shift. should play a diamond. Yeah, or or shift another person. But, well, with Bamford there, but I mean, you could even do that. Diamond if, in the middle of the park. If you have like James and Bamford up front. Right. Go two strikers. Yeah. And then have Aronson. But not have like the lone sitting out. No, no. With have Aronson, the Aronson yeah. playing behind him. Yeah. And then. God, this would be perfect. You drop Ailing into the defensive Do like midfielder a three, role. A three, three, three. Right? Yeah, like just a solid tree trunk down the middle. And which, well, that you want your spine. Yeah, like that's where you got to build your spine. I was really hoping Rodrigo would have done something so we could have gotten more money for him, but no. I'm sorry, like he, he just kept disappointing. Harrison was off and on. We keep forgetting about him. We hadn't even yeah. mentioned him on the wing. Harrison, but. He's too inconsistent for me. Right, yeah. But and if you get somebody behind him, then that's fine. Rotate I think, him out, competition. I think you could put on Harrison, like, the change in style is what... Yeah. Because, I mean, he still had he still had a career year. Well, yeah. But he still made stupid... He was like Quadrado for the for the yeah. Juventus. He's just a good Quadrado or bad Quadrado. Unfortunately, no though... Unfortunately for Rodrigo, Rodrigo had too many just, like, open chances. God, he... That he fucked up. And you're just going like, I mean, now it's like, just get something for, like, sell, sell him back to Spain. Yeah, that's what I'm anywhere saying. Anywhere in Spain get, and get. Get money for these pieces. Get that and then 30 million back them. that you paid for Aronson. Who knows? There might be a Ericsson type player on the market. You know, that's. Oh, if we could only get Danish Jesus. Right. Like, someone like that. Like, and I don't mean like who has died and no. come back to. But life. he did. He uh, Erickson did everything. That's to, what I'm saying. Brentford in that game. Yep, yep. He was in charge of the the pitch, which is what Calvin Phillips is supposed to be doing, and he'll get there. Yeah. He's still he's still a kid. Well, he, he he was still warming up after being off for the whole year. Yeah. So. West McKinney played. Yeah. Finally, final 15 minutes. Um. All right, God, we're gonna run out of time. So real quick. Pogba, Juventus, yes, no. I think I think so because it seems like he really wants it, and yeah. obviously you all really want it. Um, there are a lot of. And if he gets back into a circumstance where he is beloved, I think that's what it is, and comfortable. He will, yeah, yeah. It's, there's something about yeah, like French players in Italy that just works for some reason. Zidane, right? I'll get on a kick about all of the. Uh... God damn it, man! These fucking. <laughs> so they've missed three sitters. But um, it, I mean, if 
You also think Pablo's got to be motivated that he wants to get back in rhythm before the World Cup. Well, of course. So, and, but, I mean, he, he's going to make money. He's going to yes. be back in a place where he's a god and yep. where people are thirsty, both, you know, physically and sexually to get Juventus back on track. Yeah, and we got to make up, well, I hope so. There are a lot of people who are not on board with it. I don't mm. give a fuck. Benucci left for a year and came back. I mean, I get it. I mean, he's not he's not the young guy as he was when he left. But it, it, like at this point, you're he doesn't need to be. You might be getting Lukaku without like the head case, and that like okay. he, he goes off, gets the bad experience, and is like, all right, fuck that shit, I'm coming back. Look what he does with the French national team. <laughs> like that's all you need to look at. Yeah. But and people go, yeah, he's playing alongside Conti, of course. But I. <laughs> But when he when he turned it on at Man U, it was it was still the same. Right. Now the thing is, is that when you when you have an Mbappe or you have a Griezmann or this upcoming year when you have Benzema, yeah, to just chip that into, yeah. I mean, but it's it's you know he's Benzema's the a god right now. Yeah. Benzema, at, you got to do everything at in your right power time. to win this Champions League final. Do yeah. not let Liverpool win. That would be at, nice. <laughs> at all. Okay. God, so Man City's getting Holland. I'm just going to run through people. Holland. Holland. Man City just won the league for the third time in four years. Yeah. Four time in five years. And they're getting one of the best young strikers on the planet. Yeah. Man City have been doing that without a striker for like five years. No. They and, had Aguero. Yeah. Well, and, and when you take like the three or four like big big names i mean it's a well-known team but it's still it's like it's it go they he's somehow been able to put together like he's got a couple of almost like 96s 98s yeah like and then everybody else is like a solid 90 right behind them but he's still picking yeah i I don't i don't know well that's what money and prestige gets you yeah, and the marketing, because it's a big club, so you're getting exposure, like you're going to win trophies. I get it. But, you know, and there there was another article in the Atlantic, uh, Atlantic, in the Athletic, uh, about how you are now really starting to see the, all the, not, not just like the, hey, let's try Pep's model, like, no, we've been doing Pep's model for several years. Yes. And these teams are starting to generate and move. And so eventually you're going to have, you know, like like in a bad sci-fi flick, like when the twin, like twin, yeah, exactly. you're fighting your clone and they know all your moves. It's the NHL in the 90s where the, the devils played their mid-zone trap yeah. in the middle oh, of the I ice. About that, yeah. yeah, they had to change the fucking rules because they figured out a cheat code, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. And you're, the point of that is... Pep with the money and all that, he's found out the cheat code. Yeah. Like Klopp and them, they're not going out and just spending money. No. They're... But they're developing like crazy. Well, exactly. Chelsea tries to spend, but... eh. We're about to see what's up with Arsenal. At at any rate, you're starting to see the haves and have-nots. Yeah. With very little middle ground. I mean, here, look. I'll look at it right now because I wanted to see the... Points difference between well, and I need to see where we okay. don't we don't have time right now, but if there if there is a luxury tax in the Premier League, 
Like if you overspend, you, do you have to back. give. Yeah. Do you have to put percentage back into the pot and then yes. that gets shuffled around? I would assume so. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. Um. So let's see. West Ham in seventh place, which is the last spot for European play. Fifty-six yeah. and fifteenth was forty. Like, like that's not. No. And it, when you yeah. get past that, Leicester had fifty-two points and Leeds had thirty-eight. Like that's yeah. not. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't this runaway season where like the top ten. Like, but then you get to the top, top two. Two. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like ninety-three points, ninety-two points, and then a drop off to seventy-four. Well, there was that point in the season where like man city was almost 20 points up yeah that's i mean and then you can't compete with that they just had uh a, a you know a meh point and, and then that that was the point where liverpool couldn't it, you know what it was it anything. was it was the meat grinder yeah session and man city went through some bad form where it was like a couple of draws and they lost a game or whatever and it did help liverpool that sala had you know a divine <laughs> two or three months where it's yep. just like oh ball goal ball goal and they did it in six minutes Sunday <laughs> you know Man City did and then Liverpool had to do it too whatever alright we're going to take a break before we will, I cry we will not be talking about Premier League soccer for at least a few months yeah at least a few months until I don't know that's a lie anyway <laughs> yeah it is If you need a change in your condiments, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about how you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need. So stop using well, the same old we, boring condiments we, and we boss up. We have dance up. around it. Just real thing. How about that Saints wide receiving core? We got depth going into this year. And then they're talking about Odell, too? Yeah. But you just hold off because he's hurt. But yeah. now? Well, oh, is it Olave? Yeah. Is that how you say the kid's name? Right. The rookie? Olave? I believe so. God, I so wanted it to be Olave. Well, we can start calling him that. What? Olave? Sure, why not? And Jefferson? No, I mean... Landry. Landry. Jarvis Landry. Sorry. That, I get Jordan Jefferson. There he was go. another wide receiver. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> Sorry. That's 2-0. Um, no. yeah. um, I apologize for that. We'll keep that in there. We'll explain in a few minutes. How about so, that? <laughs> and then Michael Thomas coming back? Right. And we still have, like, Colston, who had a lot of reps last, and, last year. And um, Callaway. Yeah. Uh, which is the articles I've read were, like, Odell would have to sign a minimum contract coming in knowing that he's probably fourth or fifth on the right. top chart. And he's got to work his way up. Exactly. But just having him in the locker room, like having that LSU core now with C.D. Deuce riding yeah. shotgun. Holy. Well, and then, and, then, and then that creates like a whole other atmosphere of like, you know, kind of SEC rivalry within the team. So, yeah. you know, Tennessee volunteer, Alan, Alan Kamara. If he if he's got his head clear, like then it would be like, no, you guys aren't showing me up. Yeah, which it, he he's as good a receiver as anybody on that team. Plus, can run fast as shit. Oh, Kamara, I hope you're okay. I it, it's what what's he's, fascinating to me is like versus last year is that now Jameis Winston just had. I mean, he's literally got to be a Jeff Hostetler 
That's back exactly there. what he just. He doesn't have to do shit. His best play this year will be throwing the ball into the second row. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Those will be his. Instead of throwing it into coverage or taking a sack, I want you to throw it into the second row. <laughs> Every like if he does that, yeah, we should be good. Right. And we got a gauntlet of a fucking schedule. Yeah. You know, we lose Defense a home game. Defense has to stay healthy. I hate losing a fucking home game to London. Yeah. Too bad we don't have enough money to go over there. And it's... But it's early, too. Yeah. It's like week four. Yeah, we yeah we couldn't, like, squeeze... No, well, and we I, couldn't squeeze yeah. anything in. Yeah. No. It needed to be, like... Well, no other football. Like, that would be magical. Of, the end like, of October-ish yeah. is when it would need to be. Yeah. Or beginning of November. I don't know when they're going to officially stop for the World Cup. Yeah. So I, it's got to be mean, the second week. It has to be like some sort of, yeah, I mean, everything would have to work out perfectly, like a Leeds game on Saturday or a Thursday Leeds game. Right. And then, you know, and then whatever else we wanted just to pop in and see on a I mean, Saturday. They're playing at, oh, they're fighting again. They're playing in... Uh, Wembley? At Tom, no, at uh, Spurs Stadium. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's been because it's been redone. Yeah, that, that's it, where, where a lot. Yeah, of, that or like West Ham Stadium. Yeah, that's the, the other new one or yeah. Wembley. But well, Wembley's gargantuan, though. Exactly. I mean, that's only for like. It's it's so loud. You two and place. Bruce Springsteen and Oasis. So. It's loud in there. Yeah. Italy shut them the fuck up. <laughs> you could hear a pin drop. Well, well played, sir. Yep. Fuck you. All right, so where were we? Breeze and his... Uh, no, Breeze. Do you imagine Breeze with this wide receiver core? You know, I'm not going there because... Oh, okay. I thought I would be no. able to bait you in because when I heard it, I went... My brain no. went... The dude Ooh. said, like, he said he might, you know, get in a pickleball league. Like... what? We got to talk about this pickleball shit. Yeah, but it's like... So bizarre how the entire sports media misread the tweet. Like, he was completely just like, no. Like, you know, uh, like, I might, I mean, but, I guess then, the only thing that would have, like, shut everybody up is if he just tweeted, like, I want to watch my kids grow up. And that was it. Like, but, he, like, okay, you're free from NBC. Like, he's going to sign with somebody because he wants to be, he doesn't want to be stuck on the desk with space alien. No, no. He needs to be in a booth. He needs yeah. to be uh, Tony it. Roma. Well, Troy Aikman and them are moving to... Right. So Fox needs... Fox a, needs their new Troy but, Aikman uh, and... Who they say? Um, the tight end from the Panthers. What was it? Oh, uh, Olsen. Um, Olsen. He's a good one. I, I can't argue with he's that. He's their top guy, but they need a number two to cover all you know all the other major games. Yeah, so, because who's who was the... Not the color guy, the broadcaster behind Joe Buck. Uh, I read about who, like the guy that's going to replace him. I forget his name, but it's like they're not going with like some well-known D bag. Okay, um, and I'm sure he's young. Yeah, ish. Yeah, it'll work. Yeah, as long as I don't have to watch NFC Game of the Weeks with listening to those two assholes. No, and the benefit of like the people we hate going on to these single games. Uh, on these, on the other cable networks, is you can just turn on the Spanish option. Like right. you can watch Monday Night Football now and don't have to listen to Al Michaels. You can just listen to the Spanish broadcast. 
and pretty much understand what's going on. Yeah. I mean, at that point, it's just noise. Right. It's like wrestling. You don't really listen to the If announcers. you need somebody to explain what you're seeing in front of your... It, like, football is not that complicated. No. It's complicated when... like I mean, I, when you want to break down, like, if this guy is blocking I or if he's creating that. a lane. Yes. Sure. Yes. But Troy Aikman rarely did that anymore. I mean, his brain's no, mush at this he point. just went, you know, I think you're right, Joe. Yeah. No, I it's, I think you're right, Joe. Or they say they're like pseudo-sexual shit, like he really likes to pound it down the middle. We are not going there for the next 15 yeah. minutes. So, yes, uh, I am more optimistic about the Saints today than I was, say, six weeks ago. I you know I'm I I don't want to make a bold claim here, but I I it, the NFC South is now ours to lose. Yeah, and people are still saying no. Well, Tampa's got yeah, but Tampa no. lost a lot. A lot, and you also got I mean, Brady coming back. Yeah, that's, but without I mean, there uh, was some drama there too. Todd Bowles is a great co- uh, coach, but I don't know how how is he good... the head coach? Oh no, he's their offensive coordinator. No, that was uh, Byron Leftwich. Who's still there? Yeah, but the D, the DC got the head coaching job. All right, Bruce Arenas bounced. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, see, I don't understand. Whatever, we're going to move Arenas on. might have been the mojo in that. Well, he was bit. the offensive genius. Yeah. He was he was the offensive guy. Right. With his sling bag. And, and then also that, that point of they started their offseason plans with Tom Brady not being there. And exactly. now Tom Brady comes back and you go, okay, well, we got to give the now we Right, now we can't bring yeah. all these pieces back. So. And, and you got to we'll give the baby his milk, so. I'm so sick of this Tom Brady hits baseballs. Tom Brady plays golf. Like, you know, I bet Tom Brady has an OnlyFans where he sucks dick. Just saying. <laughs> so, he could play baseball, It's just the, it's just the cardboard cutout of him. Right. It's, which has about the same personality. It can sell it as more. many mattresses. It does. It does. It does. Fucking God. And Subway sandwiches. You know, he almost had us with his quirky comedy there for a minute. Uh, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm smarter than that. I didn't fall into that. So you want to talk about your Cardinals or the sky falling on the Yankees because they've lost three in a row? Well, it's well. I mean, other than the the sideshow of Pujols and Molina pitching, which has just been at least at least we were in games where we were up by over eighteen and one. Yeah. And what was the other one? It was. A, a, almost the same, like like fifteen to two. You put or, up three touchdowns yeah. on a team. So, but yeah, I mean, you do you did get to create that conversation where the jokes that come out, Pujols being the greatest, second greatest two way player, third, um, <laughs> third. Well, unfortunate for Molina, there were a couple of years where he was right either sub two hundred or right below two hundred mm. in his batting average. But then he, you know, but then he figured it out. But it's just. It was the tattoos. There, but what, not to get cheesy with it, but what it is sort of, to me, what it is emblematic of is that the clubhouse is really loose and well, they're having fun. So, which is, is that's that, always that's what, a good thing. Thank you. Um, and that like, you know, for, they got a first year manager. They got, you know, they have the, a hall of famer and pools who's definitely on his way out. Yep. Should Has be hall officially of famer. announced that this yeah, is his last, last year. year. But I still say so, if well, he's... I'm, I'm sorry, I led you to that conversation yeah. I wanted to have in a second. I, I mean, like to, again, to me, is that if he, what he's on pace with, 
with I mean he's already I was trying to pull that up like where he's at right now in home runs well he's got what what did I say he's got like 17 to go till he hits 700 700. and he'll have that I said he'll have that by the all-star break yeah, I mean it is it is seemingly possible in that, but he's not playing he's not playing every day well, he's even a DH, in the DA, which is helping him. Yeah, um, but what what it what does definitely help him is is that he's at a mode in his career where he can hit left and right handers. He's not he's not yeah, exactly. stuck in this yeah, like no, no. oh I I can only go up against those like the three, first guy out yeah, of the bullpen the first three relievers. Yeah. So. Um, but it, I mean, to me, it, it does raise that question. Like, if he ends up with like 715, 720 home runs, which, which I mean, which, that's, that's asking a lot. But seven hundred, even if, getting to seven hundred. If though. you're within striking distance of of Hank Aaron, and like not not so, even saying Barry Bonds, but that you could make the claim that I'm the clean home run champion. Exactly. I did it the right way. Fuck all of you. Would you come back on a one-year contract? It depends on how close I am. Yeah. And and and, and also, if anything happens injury-wise this year. But if he's close, 20, 25, and if you think 30 like, home runs. If they get within a sniff of the World Series and you go, well, we were able to do this with me on the team. What if I just came back one more year? I could get one more ring and maybe the home run. And then I ride off into the sunset. Right. As... At, you know, Molina would have to come everything. back next year too, though, right? No, I think I I think he's it, I think he's ready to way move. Out. You really? Well, what I really hope the front office in St. Louis is doing is going, okay, how do we get you on the coaching staff? Like, and we start training you to become a manager or a pitching coach of the highest caliber. Oh so, yeah, I always um, thought Posada would be good at that but yeah. he pisses his hands too much i guess yeah that's his magic but as opposed to aaron boone i mean joe girardi's fucking three-ring binder <laughs> but the um I, I don't know what what is nice to hear is you know on the the non non-local broadcast that i get is that continually you you are starting to hear is that if this if that team can oh well, yeah they get hot around well, I mean, they're only, only two out. Two yeah, out. they're only two out. Yeah, um, and it's it's one where if the offense starts clicking, which it hasn't been all together. You mean like eighteen runs in one game? Well, yeah, but where it's we still have like Goldschmidt starting to hit, but then Arenado's cooled off a little bit, oh, and that, that tends to happen. Yeah, and so uh, you it's just hope way again, too early to say baseball but, ebbs yeah. and flows everybody's going to be hot everybody's going to be cold stay towards the top of the division and then we coalesce stay within after after the all-star break yeah oh if you're like within seven games at the all-star break you're still in it yeah in my opinion and so, anything outside of that it's going to take something special but um i don't know I mean, it's, I'm, I'm i'm not going to make any big claims for this this year but Again, you made it to the playoffs last year. Yeah. The fun part right now is because of some injuries and stuff like that, similar to kind of like Leeds, we're calling up a bunch of these young kids, like uh, Matthew Libertor, who is our top pitching prospect. I saw that. And is he starting? Uh, Are y'all going to use him out of the bullpen? No, he's starting. And then um, Nolan Gorman, who's that kid who had like 18 home runs already this year in AAA. Yep, uh, yep. 
the our our the St. Louis Joey Gallo, so to speak. But he's been he's been fairly <laughs> I'm solid. I'm sorry, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. No, I, I mean, but it's it's at you know the the high strikeout rate. But at the same time, he hasn't at least a couple of games he's played. It hadn't been like that. But they brought him up against the Pirates, which was a smart thing to do. Yeah, that's a good. Thing. So he judges judges adjusted. He still strikes out, but not as much. Yeah, no, I mean that's a that's a more fascinating conversation to me. Which is it is, but pitching Chad Chad Green's now out, like he had Tommy John surgery. Yeah, motherfucker, he was one of our most reliable guys last year. Nesta, Uncle Nestor, which is what I'm going to call him with his mustache, is is winning the Cy Young this year. Wait, yeah, what do we say? Um, John Franco's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. second John, cousin. That is that's that's exactly <laughs> it. That is Nestor. <laughs> Nestor Cortez. And Sevy's been good. Sevy was good the other night, and the Yankees couldn't hit for shit. Yeah. But they're in one of their funks. I like that game when Boone started coming out, and Sevy was like, no, go back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, ooh, that was very Bob Gibson. I love it. <laughs> salty, salty man. Go the fuck away. <laughs> but, you know, Sevy was hurt. You know, he's been hurt off and on. So yeah. if he's pitching good, fucking right, that's just a bonus. Yeah. So, but Judge, who else is the other free agent that's about to get super paid this winter? What, on the Yankees? No, just in general. Oh, um, is it Soto? Juan Soto on the it Nationals? Might, it might be. Well, they might be getting rid of him before then yeah. anyway, because they're, they're, well, they're about to implode. Honestly, we, we, I... Back to Judge. I would say that you, with Judge is that if they can't if they can't work out some tentative agreement before the trade deadline, you trade them, and you get like a whole team's farm system for Aaron Judge. And they can have Josh Donaldson too. Sure, why not? If I don't go over there and cut his head off. And you could even throw Brett Gardner in there. Just sign him for a dollar and then throw him in the trade yeah, I was going to say, he's not even on our, the team, our, but you can have Or he's the him. player to be named later. Um, Ooh. <laughs> Brett, player to be named later. I, and, like, I understand. But as, you, as we were talking at the very, very beginning is... Yep. You, you can't expect... A player like and that's the point is that like if Judge is going to try and play it like this and being like, well, he seems to let me see what's going on. He's he has not wavered yet. It has always been, meh. I will test free agency if I have to. Well, again, that's fine. And well, like from the player standpoint, I get that. But you're also going like you don't you don't say that until. After like, the All Star break, yeah, until the end or until the trade deadline's done. Oh, that's because what I meant. A trade deadline All Star break. Because at this point, like, if you're saying I want to test the market, then the Yankees are going to go like, well, we can trade you off, and then we could still sign you at the end of the year, so we could get a oh, fuck ton that. of shit. Yeah, this is why football, sorry, soccer, they don't want anybody to walk on a free, right? Because you're not getting paid, right? But like, Over there, it's cash considerations. Here, it's like, I want 18 of your best players. I mean, if if Cashman wants to pull some of his old dark magic... 
Oh. You trade Judge away to a, another contender outside of the division or outside of the no, league. No, outside of the league. And then you get you get you either get a couple of you can have them. You get a fuck or a fuck ton of blue chips in the from the miners, or you get a couple of young younger talented dudes, and then in the off season you then throw that money back at Judge and get him back. He could sign <sighs> with the Phillies. Yeah, play the, for the Phillies. Yeah. Right? They probably would do that, too. The Brewers would, too, in a heartbeat. Although, you could also see, with the way that they're spending, the Mets might just nab him up. Yeah, and they're pitching him. a shit at this point, but they're eight games up. <coughs> yeah. I mean, fuck you. Yeah, two games. Wow, and y'all are seven and three in your last ten, huh? Yeah, it's... It's helping the Mets that the rest of that division has turned into garbage. Nobody's above 500 in no. that division. Nope. So. Yeah, so the Yankees are, what did I say they went? 20-3, and three, and now they're 1-5, in five, yeah. which is fucking perfect. A nice little 5-5 five and five in their last 10. On a three-game losing streak. Yep. yep. Against the Orioles <laughs> and the White Sox. There you go. Spanning... Two series. <laughs> we, we haven't won a series in 10 days, I don't think. I mean, yeah, at all last week. That's not good. Dude, wait, I'm fine. You, New York well, media, on the other hand, is like, oh, my God, Chad Green's hurt. Oh, my God, Aroldis Chapman has an Achilles issue, which, mm, is it really a bad thing? No. I, I, and, and, you know, Donaldson calling people names. Like, it's just New York shit. Well, I mean, well, kind of what you described seems like the house is falling around Brett Boone. Fuck. I wish. I wish we could still be 16 oh, sorry, games. Aaron Boone. I knew who you were talking about. Yeah. Brett Boone. You took it back. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> Brett Boone. You're a good man. Who was the other Boone? There was just the two. Brett wasn't and there, Wasn't there a dad, though? Oh, yeah. Um... Bob Boone probably was. Just <laughs> Robert. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, if they fire Booney, even while we're sixteen games up, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Everybody knows my feelings on Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> but so, after they just gave him that extension, though. Yeah, no. The Red Sox are a nice ten games out, so you know the world is right still. Sure. Yeah, Bob Boone. Um, it was Bob. Yeah. Robert. William, just Bob. Robert Raymond. Oh, you poor bastard. Oh, Ray Ray. Ray Ray Boone. Ray Ray Boone. You know that was his little <laughs> league name. You know it was. No, it's baseball. It's just Booney. Hey, Booney. Yeah, I know. That's like hockey, too. Yeah. Speaking of, the intermission's probably over. All right. So we'll just, that's a smooth. I was distri- you got five minutes. To watch the Rangers? Oh, it's the intermission. So the pen, I mean the Preds, to what vent about? No, I were. Uh, I stayed away from DiBala and Chiellini this week. I can't do it. Um, pre- I mean the only thing that they're allowed to do they they gave an extension extension to uh, Hines, which I think is deserved because he took what looked like a shit situation this year and at least got him into the playoffs so. and got swept by the best team in the league. Right. Yeah. Which is about, it's, yeah. It's not the Florida Panthers, the President's Trophy winners, which. <coughs> I be- Hold it. I believe we said that yeah. two, three weeks ago. So, 
but like that that was quick like i kept checking you know like the the games and it's like two games today one game tomorrow been like did it happen that fucking f- sweet and it wasn't even close yeah like it was like 4-1 wins 3-1 wins like i don't think any of those games were close well and I'm sorry florida keep plugging away guys well my thing is it like now that the avs took out bennington on the <laughs> and apparently there was not no penalty called nothing nope nope but Which yet, is why he threw a, a water sim- bottle at him. A similar play that did not end up in an injury to the Rangers. Correct. But yet was called a penalty. Correct. And they called the goal back. Yeah. So, anyway. But, you um, know, the Avs, whatever, I'm not going there. Well, I, you know, I don't, I'm not, gonna, I, I'm not going to make that claim whether it was intentional or not. But um, that did work out very well for them and that they took out. One of the better goalies in playoffs. He's the one that they rode to the Stanley yeah. Cup. I mean, so, what more do you want? And then to be up three-one, uh, unfortunately for Blues fans, I don't, I don't see that working out very well for they them. They play tonight. Uh, I think tomorrow. Oh yeah, they play the Calgary and Oilers play. Tonight. Yeah, that's the battle of we don't want to play goalie <laughs> games. Yeah. God. So, but it's it looks now like clear sailing for the Avs through the Western Conference. So. I think the Oilers, I, or, I mean, the Calgary's been kind of exposed. Now, don't get me wrong; they could still come storming back. They're only down two games to one, but tonight's game will be telling. I mean, you you would think it would be the Oilers. I mean, they've had what like the last three MVP winners. Yeah, and they're probably going to have. Well, they'll have another guy in the top five. Yeah, top three. Connor McDavid is the, the new Sidney Crosby. At least he's not a douche about it, right? Or that I know of. So I don't know. My pick was I thought Calgary would at least make a run at the Avs, but well, you, the Oilers, man, they have... In the end, like, you never want to be the favorite going into any of these series. Like Cough, cough, Florida. Florida. Um, but, you know, and that's the other thing is, is, and this would be my question to you, if, you know, if, if the Rangers, I don't want to say can turn it around, but if they can win tonight and they could take one in Carolina... And you get past Carolina, do you want to face Tampa Bay Mm-mm. after? Nope. At this point, they're going to have a nice little rest. Nope. Right. Tampa Bay scares the shit out of me. Right. Last time, the last couple of times we were in the playoffs, really good. It was on the downslide. Tampa, man, they just we can't beat them. Yeah. Tampa shut us out in Game Seven at the Garden to get to the Stanley Cup Finals. I said, yeah, we need we need Calgary or the Oilers. To come out on top of Colorado so we're not stuck with a Colorado-Tampa Bay. Tampa Finals? Oh, God. And then... No. What's that meme? Homer Simpson pouring gas bleach in his eyes? (laughs) Fuck. That will be bad. Almost as bad as the Super Bowl was, right? Yeah. But then, you know, if the the Rangers can come come back from... I mean, they were down 3-1, and then they came back to beat the Pens. Yep. In fantastic fashion. And then the second they, time they've done that. Yeah. And then down two O to Carolina, if they can come back I mean They're that might two. be enough magic to carry them through. This team is it, put it here's my thing. This team is young and dumb enough to just not know. <laughs> you know, to go do some shit like make it to the finals. Like that that's what it is. It's just they don't know any different. You know? Feet young and dumb. 
Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators. <laughs>